Lemon Pepper, Dan Hummer, and I'm here with uh, Mindy. She said she does. I know you don't like your last name being said, so no, I won't I say you're my sister. <laughs> maybe we we had different dads. <laughs> you don't have the same last name. That's mean. But, but uh. No, we do have the same last. No, no I just no. don't like advertising. That's fair. All That's right. not my last name. Okay. <laughs> but so, uh, welcome to the Stabcast. Welcome. We're here to. Rank some of your favorite horror characters throughout history. And we're talking like all horror characters. Everybody. Everyone, everybody's getting the fucking. TV, money. movies, survivors, TV. death, exactly. monsters, anybody. You yeah. know, like killers, anybody. Yeah. If you were in anything horror, you're getting ranked, baby. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun time. We did like a survivor tier list a long time ago, but we're going to scratch that. We're putting it all on this list. Uh, our five tiers as usual, are legendary, very good, or no, we have six tiers today. Very good, good, mediocre, meh, and ass. Ass. We always, you know, we always got to have a category that's that's ass or ass cheeks. Yeah, some kind of cheekage. You got to have cheekage on the list. So we're going to be doing that. Uh, There's not too much news. There's a lot of good stuff coming up, but we've kind of already discussed. Um, Knock the cabinet history out. I haven't checked the summer yet. But it, it came out on the 3rd yeah. of February 1st. Megan, we just talked about it. It's doing an amazing job. And the one I was telling you about yesterday. She came from the and woods. And she came from the woods. Also, great job. And also, you all know that I really, really, really enjoy doing my mini reviews and whatnot. So on TikTok, um, about two days a week, I've been going live. You guys have been there. And I'm loving it and doing a mini review show, so I will be continuing that this week. Yes. As well as Stabcast as well. It's all Stabcast, though. So. Yeah, it's all. Um, and also, movie recommendation of the week is going to be Haunt. It is from Hulu. It is from 2019. Yo, guys, you need, you need to listen right now. Ice Cream. I have not had a horror movie make me fucking legit scream for 10 plus years. Yeah. Daniel will tell you. I'll shout. I'll go like, what the fuck? I'll shout. Yep. But I don't scream. I scream. And That doesn't happen very often. No. And so I will say, if you're squeamish, skip it. But if you're one of my... If you're one of my little gruesome ones and you like Terrifier and all that stuff and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's a great ride. You'll love it. Yeah. It's it's a great, gory ride. But it's not like Hellfest. They didn't try with a plot or anything or summary or whatnot. So, yeah. Also, I watched Jeepers Creepers Reborn. It is on Hulu now for everyone to view. I personally 
did not like it. I think it was ass cheeks. But that doesn't mean you won't like it. So check it out. It is on Hulu. Um, I will not do it on the show, but we may do. I may do a mini review for it. What movie is this again? Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Oh yes. Yeah. Because I can't make Daniel sit through that. No. I already made myself sit through it, and I got mad at myself, so I'm not making Daniel sit through it, guys. Sorry. That means a lot to me. That you wouldn't put me through that. I, I want to put you through that, dude. All right. So, well, and right now we'll announce what we're doing next week, too. We're going back, and we're going to talk about The Hitcher, a 1987 classic. Probably the week after that, we're probably going to do the remake. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start with the original, the OG. About, Guys, this is one of the horror series that got little Dahama yeah. and is, like, severely <clears throat> into horror. Like, this is one of those series where Mom looked at me and was like, oh, God, I cannot believe you. Because, like, he just... He took off with yeah. it. He found out that there's like four or five different sequels. That's when I was on like, IMDb. He was on a kick, and yeah. he, he loved it. So, I mean, it'll be fun to take a little trip down memory lane. I do like the movie. I do oh, prefer... Yeah. It is one time that I will say that I prefer the remake. Yeah. But that's just because the remake is a complete opposite of what the original is. And you don't see that done well very often. No, you don't. And they did it well. So, I mean, I still love the original, but it is one of the few remakes that I really like. Yeah. So, let's move on to uh, the horror character tier list. Yeah, let's do it. And, uh, I mean, one last, and I'll touch on it last week, because I like a lot of fantastical scary stuff, too. But there is something that's terrifying about the real life scenario about like picking up a stranger on the road and then them being dangerous that I don't know as a kid. And even now it's like, that's real horror to me. And that's like, I mean, it happens every day. I don't know about every day, but it does happen a lot. I mean, that's why you don't really see hitchhikers out anymore. And that's why if there is a hitchhiker out, normally they don't get picked up. Yeah. I mean, it, it all depends, but yeah. So it's one of those type of movies. So we'll talk about that next week, but you're right. Let's move on. Let's talk about some horror characters. I'm going to start flying a match, and I'm going to start with a heavy hitter, Mindy. Uh, Laurie Strode. Well, she's got to be at the top. Legendary? Yeah. Of course she's <laughs> And I don't mean, I don't mean like the several people that have played Laurie Strode. I'm thinking of Jamie Curtis. Yeah, but we're just ranking the character. I know. I mean, the girl that did her in um, no, Zombies Halloween wasn't too bad. I didn't like her. <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, oh. no, you thought she was too nerdy. She was a little nerdy for my for my taste. Not even just nerdy, I just thought she didn't play the character as good as she could. I really think they should have let Danielle Harris do it. Yeah. It made sense. She was already a part of the franchise. I agree. All right, next one, another heavy hitter, Billy Loomis. He's a killer. He tried to kill his girlfriend. You know, he was, along with Stu Macher, did the Woodsboro killings and Scream. Had a uh, baby. Had a baby. While he was dead. So that's actually pretty cool. And his daughter might be fucking batshit too, but we'll find out. I'm going to have to put him in legendary just because there will never be 
another greased up fuckoid that the world will be in love with. And he's gone like now, right? No, Skeet's still around. Skeet Ulrich is still around. Him and Matthew Lillard are actually best of friends. And actually, every horror con that they can go to, they go to. And they actually dress up as Ghostface. And they pretend that they're fans. And he was Cody's, Cody, uh, Cody Sprouse or whatever. Cole Sprouse's dad in uh, Riverdale. Mm. You are right. Drughead's dad. You are right. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, Billy Loomis, you want him in Legendary? I mean, he is probably one of the better... I mean, there's going to be a lot of killers that we'll probably put in Legendary. But... For me, he's just Legendary, because he's somebody that you're always going to know. You're going to say Billy Loomis, and you're always going to know who you talk about. Yeah, I don't even disagree. If even if it's just like, oh, that guy from Scream. Bye. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he was... The hero of the last one, I did not like that. You weren't a fan? Daniel, he went from a homicidal fucking maniac to a puddle reflection saving the day. <laughs> like, that was just too far off for me. Like, I feel like he should have been more selfishly caring towards Sam than telling her to save everybody. Yeah. Because he has to know Sydney's still alive. And he wanted her dad this entire time. So why would he come back so <laughs> I just don't get it. It's just weird. It's just weird. And it's even weirder that I found out that it was actually Skeet Outrich and the makeup and shit. They just did it to make him look weird. It was just weird. I feel you. I really do. <laughs> do you? I do. I know you do. I feel you. All right, another one. I don't want to keep putting people in, uh, you know, legendary, so I'll do like a shitty character that I remember okay. from Friday the 13th, the uh, remake. Let's, no. let's go Trent, the douchebag boyfriend. Oh, Trent. Oh, my God. Put him in ass. We can put him in ass, but I think we should move him to mediocre, and I'm going to give you my case. Oh, God. One, case. I thought Travis Van Winkle, the actor, by the way, fantastic name, Shannon. Travis Van Winkle. Fantastic name. But he did a fantastic job at portraying a douchebag. He made that movie by how much he was a dick. And even, like, just being extra in the sex scenes. I, I'm sorry, but he fucked this girl while his girlfriend's on the other end of the door. And it's funny, they never have Danielle Panabaker recognize it. or there's, there's never a line in there to talk about it. Or, like, where she acknowledges it. She just moves on. Which I get it because, you know, they're being chased by a killer. And I kind of think that she already knows, honestly. Dude, but he, when he was, like, banging her, no one has sex like that when he's, like, yeah, that's perfect like, nipple placement. Perfect, perfect good job. Good job. Keep him up. Keep him up. And it's like, what the? Are you having sex with her? Or yeah. are you coaching her? And I thought at the end when he got his comeuppings, I thought, when Jason's behind him and that truck sees him and Jason puts the machete through him and then throws him on the truck. I just, I, I thought, I thought he did a good job. I thought he was a good villain to not villain, but like good, like bad guy. You, there's always a dick that you want to see die in these movies or yeah. punch or punch. And I thought he did a good job in his role. I think it should at least move him to meh. All right. We'll move him to meh. Okay. You wanted to ask. Him. Oh. 
All right. Now let's talk about the one, the only Freddy Krueger. <laughs> so I want to put him in legendary. I really do. Okay. But after I saw Freddy 5 and Freddy 6 the other day, because I realized I never watched those two, and they were just so fucking horrible. It's like four hours of my life that I can't get back. So I don't, I, I don't know. You, you pick. I pick where he goes. Yeah, you pick. Freddie, I think out of all of them, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, I think he should go in very good. I don't think he's the elite of the elite when it comes to the horror, and that's an unpopular opinion. Well, I mean, I agree, though, because, I mean, he himself even agreed. I mean, Freddy versus Jason starts off with him going to find Jason. Yeah. I mean, he needed another killer to help him. Exactly. So that, and it's right alone, just proves that he's not a huge leading guy. And as much as I like him, and I think, like, the dream shit and everything, like, he's an iconic character, and I, in all rights, we should put him in Legendary. But I think he's one of those with a franchise with a lot of movies in it, and only one or two are good. Well, that's like Wes Craven. He even put that in a line of screen. He had Drew Barrymore said, yeah, Freddy Krueger, the first one was scary, but the rest of them sucked. Yes. And... Yeah, that, that's how I feel about it. Uh, I, I put Freddy Krueger very good. Okay. Because he's iconic, but like... He feels like the least... popular he is. He feels like the least iconic of all of them, though. Yeah. If that makes sense. All right. Now let's go with Laurie Strode's annoying daughter that gets off in Halloween and... Oh, Karen! Kills. Let's talk about Karen. As annoying as she was, I did not think she deserved to die in Halloween Kills. She taunted and teased him. It bothered me that, I don't know, I didn't she, think she should have died. No, she deserved it. She, you do not taunt a psycho unless you want to get killed. Yeah. Why the fuck are you going to taunt a psycho and then stand in his fucking childhood home? Yeah. Looking out the window and being like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, to me, it just made no sense. I mean, now, I will, I am going to double back here a little bit, and I am going to say that I do really enjoy this actress. But I don't like her in horror. I really don't. To me, she's more of like a romantic comedy kind of actress. Yeah. I really don't see her as being any kind of horror actress at all. So where would you put her? I put her in meh. Okay. But I don't know. Everyone has their own opinion. I mean she's a Karen. <laughs> she's a Karen. Uh, literally. Literally. So that's how I feel about her. Now, my boy, I know you're not gonna do the man justice, but I gotta put him on the list. Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> The man, the myth, the legend. All right, so I actually went back. Daniel doesn't know this, but I actually went back a couple of days ago. And I actually watched Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Little Tommy's first first, first movie in the uh, Friday series. And 
I don't get, I don't get this. How? This kid is supposed to be like eight or ten or something. And shit. They got him fucking fixing cars and like making food and fixing tools and shit and turning the power back on and whatnot. What the fuck? Where is the adult? Yeah. And this was at the and this was at the prime of that little kid's success too, with the two Corys and he just let them goony end up. Yeah, and Corey Fel- lost boys. Corey Feldman was kind of taking over the fucking world. Yep. So like it, his time as Tommy Jarvis was really good. I thought the dude was the second was a little creepy, but the guy in the third one, I think, and Tom whatever the fuck, he's come he's come back. He was in the snow in the woods, don't hike in the snow and shit, and he was in the fan films too as Tommy. And I really like him and his portrayal of it in the in the the third time that time Tommy's on screen because he has a different actor every time and I think that's the only thing that ruins the character the fact that it's recasted every but time. But that's because they do those movies like boom 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 like those movies were coming out like twelve to eleven months apart. Yeah. So. But it would have been nice for continuity sake to have the. Same yeah, but um, there was no way to have the same guy is what I'm Not saying. from one to two, but two to three, you could have kept the guy from the second in. You didn't, I mean, obviously, because you're aging him up 10 years, you've got to make the switch from one to two, from Feldman to somebody else. But then yeah. after that, you don't need to switch between young men, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Overall, I'd put him in very good. I think I'd he's, put him in very good. He's, he's a fighter. And he's the best, one of the best protagonists in that series. In the series, absolutely. And he's a very he's a very smart little boy. He is. I mean, he was basically the reason why his sister survived. If he hadn't have shaved his head and gotten Jason's attention, his sister would have died. Yeah. All right, I like this one now. Let's talk about Micah from Paranormal Activity, the husband. Uh, Mika, Micah, what the fuck? Oh, God. I think he is so annoying. I mean, he was a dumb shit because, like, shit was happening around him and he didn't understand it. And he didn't understand it until it was too late and his well, wife Well, I'm sorry. If you have so much paranormal shit going on around you and shit, why film it? Exactly. Like, just pretend that it doesn't exist. I agree. And, and at some point, it's like, do something, <laughs> you know? At some point, it's like, all right, get an exorcist or stop talking about it. Yeah. Do something. I mean, me and Daniel, unfortunately, are really harsh when it comes to the paranormal drama. Yeah. The paranormal genre. But that's just because, I mean... Our mom really, really liked that genre. Our aunt likes the paranormal drama genre as well. My fiance really likes it. So we've seen a bunch of it. Yeah. And I love it too. It's fucking awesome. Ghost shit can be the scariest shit and it can be the most fun. And even, you know, in that in particular, when that started, that was the shit. Like that was the movie I was watching in middle school and getting scared with my friends at the sleepovers and shit. Right. So that was the... You know, that really had its moment. It's gone now. No one really cares about the hidden camera shit anymore, but it had a hell of a run. And and this movie was one of the biggest to ever do it, and it spawned well, like ten of them. But, I mean, they're still coming out. Next to Kin was like, what, last year, two years ago? Yep. So, you know, Paranormal Activity is going to keep happening. 
And uh, they're good movies. Micah, the characters aren't known to be the most fleshed out, though. So. But I like the way that they did Katie. Me too. Uh, Gilbert could gone. Where's Micah? Yeah, where's Micah gone? Or do you want you, let's rank Micah and Kate at the same time? And I'll put Kate in good, and I'll put Micah in ass. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I think they're spot on. Someone's got to go in cheeks. And I don't think she was that bad. And her possession was like a fun part of the story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and she was just really good, too. Yes. I agree. She did a very good job being scared. Yes, very much so. All right, another one that was a bit annoying, but not not too bad, I don't think. But uh, we'll have to go with Wendy Torrance from The Shining. Oh, God. And I want to do Jack, too. Jack Torrance, uh... Jack Nicholson, obviously. Wendy and Jack. I thought Wendy was way too over the top, and I would put her in mediocre. And I thought Jack was fucking amazing. One of the best horror performances of all time. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Stephen King hated it, but yeah. I don't give a fuck what Stephen King thinks. That's that's either a legendary performance or very good. It's got to be in the... either. I would put him in very good. Okay. Shelly Duvall for her performance of the wife. Um, you can put her in mediocre. That's that's completely fine because I mean she. I can't get through that movie just because her teeth are so fucking distracting. <laughs> and it's horrible to say because I don't have good teeth either. Like our dental hygiene for for our family sucks. We have bad dental genes. But speak for yourself. Sharon's got good teeth. Sharon has good teeth, but Sharon has good everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah. So for us who don't have good teeth, <laughs> for us, my point. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's fucking annoying. And she was over the top. But Jack with the, here's Johnny, and all that shit was awesome. He did a really good job. I still to this day don't understand why Stephen King hated it so much. I don't get it either. Because it's like one of his like top five like hate, most hated ones. I think he's stupid for that. I really do. Well, he didn't really like Stanley Kubrick. Okay. The guy that brought it to life. That makes sense. He doesn't really like him as a director or as a person either from what I've been told. So I think that's more so it. I think it's a vendetta kind of thing. Now, let's hit the Final Destination movie. Oh, God. Let's do the first one. And Ah. I I want to do four characters here. I want to rank Devin Siwaz, Alex Browning, Claire Rivers, the girl, Billy Hitchcock, Sean Williams... Clear, it, it's spelled clear. And uh, Billy Hitchcock and uh, Carter Horton, the bad guy. Billy Hitchcock is my favorite. I mean, I, I gotta put it, I mean, I can't be, like, biased towards them, so I'll just put them in good. Billy? But I loved Billy. He was so funny. Especially when he was like, wait, you were next. 
You're next. Wait, so who's next? So, and I, I like the part, like, I like how Carter's always fucking with them. Yeah. And, like, I love, like, when Carter's in his car and you see his um, main character, Alex, talking to Claire, and he turns the car around and whatnot. He hits Billy with his car. Yeah. Like, he clips the front of his bike and hits him, and he's like, hey! He's like, yeah. shut up, Billy. And it's like, oh, my God. Poor Billy. That poor schmuck. It's a fun role in Sean William Scott's career, though. Because I like yeah. him as an actor, and I like all his shit, and this is like a fun horror performance that he did. Oh, absolutely. I think he did a really, really good job with it. I think they gave him the perfect character, the goofball, the class clown. Yeah, he was still funny. I think they did an amazing job with that. I really, really, really liked his performance, and I was a little bit upset that Carter lived longer than he did, but I think that, unfortunately, I think that the pacing of the movie called for a little bit more of a depressing and, like, really good actor, unfortunately, because, like, Carter... You can talk shit about him all you want, all you want, but that actor is a really, really good actor. Yeah, he is. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my fucking head, but that actor is amazing. He was good. So they get points just, just for even that. Really good. Uh, clear, I would put very good. I think I would put Alex. I don't know where Alex should go. I think Alex and Carter might go in good, too. Next yeah. Well, because Claire, she has to be above them because she's the one that survived. But she's a tough bitch. Well, I mean, technically, Alex did, too, in the first one. Oh, and for those of y'all that have ever, that have wondered, what the fuck ever happened to Deb and Sheila? Because I've asked myself that. I don't know. Don Mancini, I do. I'm about to tell you. Tell me. Don Mancini actually took him for Chucky. So he is not one, but he is not two. He is three. He plays three completely different fucking characters throughout the entire series. Holy shit. And the first one, he plays twin brothers. Um, Lucas and Lucas it's another owl name and I can't remember Logan Lucas and Logan and then in the second season they put him in as the uh, pastor or father so he's getting used a lot for that but I mean honestly if you go and you watch Chuck you're not going to realize that it's him yeah you're just I mean you're not he's changed a lot and they change his appearance like every time that they change his character but it is funny though because at the end the beginning of the second season Jake the kid that has had him in his life the whole time is getting yelled at by the pastor and he turns around and he goes, he kind of reminds me of my dad. <laughs> and my uncle. And it's the same people. That's funny. So, yeah, I will say, I don't see what's still doing it. He's still doing horror. 
I liked him a lot. I liked him in that stoner one, too. Oh, the snowboarding movie I watched? Uh, did you watch? No, the stoner movie that he Evil was Bond? in. Evil Bond? No, Seth Green. Oh, was that a pal? No. No. Idle hands. Idle hands. Idle hands. Idle hands. There you go. That also had difficult over. Yes, that was a very good movie. You know what I mean? Yes, that was a very good movie. Absolutely. All right, so now we're going on to what, Final Destination 2? No, we're done with Final Destination. Oh, fuck that. All right. Uh, let's talk about Jason Voorhees. Oh, my God, your favorite person. I don't, I, I don't know. I. Legendary. <laughs> Daniel and me are different because he likes. Jason, I like Leatherface. Yeah, but Jason's better. They're two competing theories. They'll always be competing with each other as far as I'm concerned, because honestly, it's mostly just fucking playing. And that's what the movies are, and they're perfect just the way. Mm -hmm. But um, I will have to say that I will have to put Jason in Legendary just because you can't see a hockey mask without thinking Jason. Yeah, that's all you think of, Cher. It is. That's all you think of. That's all you think of. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to give props for props to do. I mean, Kane Hodder, he's made an incredible career. He's the fucking man. He's a really, really good Jason. I hope next year we win his contest and we are able to sit down and hang out with Mance a little bit. That would be amazing. I'd love to. But, um... Yeah, I would definitely say, especially Kane Hodder's performance, I would definitely say has to be in Legendary. Because the man doesn't even need to speak. It doesn't say. Like, he doesn't speak. He doesn't run. No. He, he doesn't do any of that shit. He runs in the remake. He does run in the remake. But that was different. That was different. Kane Hodder was in better shape, and he played quite a bit. Yeah. I don't think that was Kane Hodder. That was Kane Derek Matthews. Yeah, that was Derek. Uh, <coughs> Derek saw the jeers, maybe. I think it was Derek's jeers. I can't remember. But, uh, next up, let's talk about a zombie icon, Alice from Resident Evil, by Mila Jovovich. She was with the director at the time. Uh, I think they're that still That movie confused me so much. She did it for, like, eight movies, though. I mean, it was a hell of a franchise. It's still probably the top-grossing video game movie of all time. Franchise. Yeah, but I like the I like the newest Me too. Me because it was more faithful to the games. Yeah. But this, this one, one was what faithful to the comics, I believe. No, it wasn't faithful to anything. It was oh, just okay. its own thing. Uh, then like that's when they didn't give a shit about plot or like you know being true to the source material. They're like, let's make it our own deal. Yeah, let's put her in a sexy red dress and yeah. have her swing around a rifle and shit. I thought she was badass and like a really strong female lead character. I'd at least think she should go good. Oh, at least. Yeah. At, at least good, maybe even very good because, I mean, she did kind of start us off on like the I don't give a fuck yeah. kind of final girl. Yeah, that's true. I'll put her very good. She's a sweet woman. All right, you want to do a couple more? Uh, yeah, fuck up that. All right. A big one that I've been excited to ask you about. Uh, Randy from Scream. Randy Meeks! 
playing by Jamie Kennedy, kind of cameos in the third one, uh, dies in the second one, survivor in the first one. He's a legend. Of, in the fifth. He's got his nephews now, and they're going to be in the sixth one as well. Nephew and niece. I was going to say, nephew and niece. You never know if she got a change before the next movie. Um, Randy would have to go in Legendary just because there will ever never be another Randy. No. Even when Mindy is doing her whole spiel and everything, like, I was still thinking, like, you ain't no Randy. Yeah, you ain't Randy. I do. Mindy was fucking awesome and she's She did a really good job. She did an amazing job. She's honestly, if we're going to put her on here, I would put her in very good. She did an amazing job. Well, let's do Mindy Bates. But uh, she had that chemistry that Jamie Kennedy had. Yeah. She had that love for for the genre. Yeah. And she knew her shit. She did. So, and as far as Randy meets go, I love Randy. I really do. It, I I really I really love Randy. Like Scream Two, I cry. And the smart nerdy, like in a horror movie, like it was such a good, you know, that's a trope that hadn't really been hit before, and that's like a new character that kind of got introduced. And now there's a lot of archetypes in a lot of other movies that are based off Randy. So I think that might be enough to push him to legendary. If not, at least very good. I don't want to just blow Scream and have, you know, Billy and, and Randy. Because when we get to Cindy, legendary. she's going to be there. So I, I think he should be very good. Yeah. He's a very memorable character. One of the best parts of that movie. But he's the one that died, too. You know? Mm-hmm. Dewey did, too, but it took him a while. And his kill was so obnoxious. And like the middle of the daylight with the fucking like nineties hip hop shit. It was a fun different kill though. Like it was different and it was really cool. And then Joel, my boy Joel, I love Joel. Got the fuck out of there, yeah. I I love Joel. He's like like, before this even happened, he's like, Alright, so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go uh talk to somebody about some crack. Maybe, maybe get some like he's just naming off all these other drugs and that and he was like I'll be back when you guys are talking something about a little more save and bellish and he comes back to Randy being in his van and he's like oh shit and then he like fucking jumps down he's like I'm not doing this yeah I'm not doing this like he tells Gail straight out like I I should have read your book and that's not me <laughs> But your wet cameraman was gutted, and she's like, "Oh, he wasn't gutted. That was just that was just in there to help promote the book." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then she's like, "Her throat was slashed." It's a gutted slash. It don't matter. He's not in the union no more. <laughs> so I just I thought he was really funny, especially when he like comes back at the end and he's like, "Hey, Gail, let's report things like the old days." You Ago. What do you talk about old days? Like you met her a week ago and you abandoned her ass. What the fuck? Seriously. <laughs> like, 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 I'm sorry, but you just got the fucking job. You quit the damn job and then you come back and you're like, hey, we've always been here. Let's do this, bro. And it's like, no, where the fuck were you? Yeah. Like the only character that was missing more than he was was Mickey. That's true. 
With the old mixture. And Mickey was missing because he was killing. He was busy fucking people up. You, let's rank Joel and Mickey. Joel and Mickey. Uh, Joel would have to go at least good for me. Me too. Because there wasn't a time where that man didn't make me laugh. I think Mickey goes in very good. Yeah. Because Mickey was very interesting the way that he wanted to get caught. Yeah, and he's one of the better killers of what, yeah, and pleading insanity, and he really wanted the theatrics. Yeah. And he had it all set up, and he is like, so and so is going to be at my trial, my defense standing up. Yeah. And Timmy wow. Oliphant, Timothy Oliphant's fucking awesome anyway. He really is. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, this was early, early, early in his career, so yeah. I didn't know about him too much, but like, this is after my first exposure to him. After you've watched him throughout the years and in Santa Clarita Diet as well, it's on Netflix, the show. Um, yes, it is. He's just a really good actor. He's a very good all-around actor. I agree. All right, you want to do one or two more? Sure. And then call it a day? I got one for you, Daniel. What do you got? Julie, I know what you did last time. Oh, I think I would put her in mediocre. Oh, burn! And I love that movie. Julie James. Like I said, I think that's better than Scream. Just fucking her. I mean, you are an asshole. I know. I don't like Julie because she's like just about. I don't know. She seems too innocent, too damsel and distressy. She's into a migraine. I will have to say. Yeah, she just felt too damsel and distressy. She didn't have the badassness that Sydney had. So there was something missing there. Hell of a rack. Hell of a. I mean, hell of a hell of a rap sheet when it comes to acting. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. And uh, okay. she did a great job. And I love and I love the actress. But wasn't I mean, to me it's not. She doesn't go all time. There's a reason there isn't like five hundred or six of those with her as the lead. There was a second one that was eh, and then a third one that's one of the worst things in horror history. That you made me watch. I'm sorry, I was you 13. You did that to me. But, uh, yeah, Julie goes in mediocre for me. Okay. I would, I would have to agree. And now... Uh, just because, I mean, I feel like she was kind of a discount Sydney. She was a discount Sydney a little bit. I have one for you now. This oh, is God. the last one we're going to do. Oh, no. Oh, Lord, help me. And I really, I have to find his name. But, uh, the little kid from the Babadook. Oh, my God. I hated him. He was so fucking annoying. I've never met, guys, uh, this is truthful. I've never met, and I have been in the nanny business for about fucking 20 years. And I have never met another fucking little kid that I wanted to punch in the face. I mean... I'm sorry, but this child just, like, his performance is so over the top yeah. that it makes you sick. It does make you sick. Because it's like, I, I kind of get where he's coming from, but what is he doing? And, like, he just he had an obnoxious voice. He was an obnoxious little boy. And... I don't know. I don't think it was the right part for the actor. I think they should have picked a different kid. I agree. So Samuel goes an ass. <laughs> Definitely. Sorry, Samuel. Along with the movie. Yeah, sure. No, I don't like that one, guys. 
Are we done here? I think we're done. Right. So we can let the uh, Philadelphia fans go on and have a good Super Bowl. And for the people that are voting for the Chiefs, we hope you guys come out as well. Personally, we don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> hootie hoo. So hootie hoo. And I'll see you guys tomorrow morning for our live show. And I'll see you guys next week for uh, the, hitch. the Hitcher. All right. Bye, guys. Goodbye. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. That's right. The cool. While I've got the mood. That really move them. I said chill.